0: I would like you to open your Bibles this morning, folks, to the Gospel of John chapter 11. We're going to look at the story of Lazarus. John chapter 11, and we'll read from um, thirty-eight, verse 38 down to 44. We'll probably look at it another few verses as we go along. 11:38 to 34 Jesus once more deeply moved came to the tomb it was a cave with a kind oh, sorry it was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance take away the stone he said but lord said Martha the sister of the dead man by this time there is a bad odor for he's been there for 4 days then Jesus said did i not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God. So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he said this, Jesus called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! the dead man came out his hands and feet were wrapped in strips of linen and a cloth around his face jesus said to him said to them take off the grave clothes and let him go good story hey the purpose of a man's sickness and death was that God may be glorified interesting he didn't get sick because of asbestos or he didn't like have an injury he was sick and died so that God may be glorified I think that's very interesting. sometimes I think as people and as Christians, We make assumptions of God Sometimes we assume Or some people assume That God puts curses on people Some people assume that God Punishes people Some people assume that God Will not heal Because there's sin in their life Others still assume that when we pray, God should come running. The sisters, do you know who the sisters are? Mary and Martha. Yep, they were sisters. The sisters assumed because of the Lord's ability and his love for Lazarus that he would immediately drop everything respond to their word about Lazarus illness and come post haste come on girls I'm on the way it's okay one of these girls was one of the sisters Mary who poured out perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair same same girl And even though it wasn't enough, uh, so even though Jesus supported this act of kindness and worship in front of the Pharisees, it still wasn't enough to make him come running. Also, Lazarus was one of Jesus' best mates. They were best mates. But that still did not make Jesus arrive. For even another two days after he heard about his death. Jesus' delay was not from lack of love or fear of the Jews who had tried to stone him earlier. Jesus waited for the right moment. Folks, get this. Jesus waited for the right moment in the Father's plan. Yes. In the Father's plan. Lazarus' sickness would not end in death. That is permanent death, instead, Jesus would be glorified in this incident. Now, in spite of Jesus' love for all three, Martha and his sister and Lazarus, he waited two more days. According to verse 39, Lazarus was already dead when Jesus heard about him. But Jesus' movements were under God's direction. God's apparent delays are not God's denials. Okay, Just because your prayer wasn't answered when you thought it should be, it doesn't mean that God has denied you for whatever reason. We pray. Heal this one, touch that one, bless this one, send rain, dry up the flood. A perfect God has perfect timing. A perfect God has perfect timing. Remain patient, remain vigilant, keep praying, hold fast to your faith in God. His response is in his own timing. The disciples knew that going to Judea would be dangerous. So they tried to prevent Jesus from going. Let's just go back to the start of the chapter, uh, to verse 9 and 10. It says, Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours of daylight? Anyone who walks in the daytime will not stumble for they will see by the world's light. It is when a person walks at night that they stumble for they have no light. Jesus gave a kind of indirect illustration that took the edge off the danger element that the disciples were so worried about. In one sense, Jesus was speaking of walking or living in physical light or darkness, you know, living in the world. Twelve hours of light, twelve hours of darkness. And there are dangers associated with living in the world. We all know that. In the spiritual realm, whoops, in the spiritual realm, when one lives by the will of God, They are safe. They are safe. When we put our faith in God, we transcend into a different realm where time and circumstance of this world become indifferent to God's presence and power in our lives. Living in the realm of evil is dangerous, especially for Jesus and the disciples at this time as they planned to go back to the very place where the Jews tried to stone Jesus. Dangerous. But what about Jesus' own death? As long as Jesus followed God's plan, no harm would come to him until the appointed time. So try as they might to stone him and kill him, Jesus was following God's plan, or the Father's plan, so no harm could come to him until the appointed time. And here again we see that Jesus' death, we celebrated that as Gary led us around the communion table. But here again we see that Jesus' death, the fulfilment of the law, The time of grace, redemption, salvation, the coming of the Holy Spirit was not rushed by God, but all came in his perfect timing. Applied to people then, we should respond to Jesus while he's in the world as its light, because soon that opportunity will be gone. When the rapture happens... That opportunity may not be there. Gaz and Cathy, could you leave the room please? Wait at the door and I'll call you when it's time to come back. So when Lazarus dies Jesus was around about a day's journey away and because Palestine is warm and decomposition sets in quickly a person is usually buried the same day that they die the disciples really didn't get it they thought Lazarus was asleep they thought that he would get better with some sleep and some rest but Jesus spoke it out plainly Lazarus is dead and I'm glad I'm not there whoa can you believe Jesus actually said that Lazarus is dead and I'm glad I'm not there If Lazarus had not died, the disciples and the readers of the scripture would not have this unique opportunity to have their faith quickened. Lazarus' death was so that you may believe that we may believe, that the world may believe. There are some Christians like this. You know, we scratch our head. We say, well, are they sleeping or are they dead? Have you seen Christians like that? One thing is for sure, you don't get better by resting. Just resting will not grow you as a Christian. Growing as a Christian takes commitment in Christ. Look at Thomas. Thomas was a doubter, wasn't he? he pardon me. Thomas was a doubter. But now he's changed his mind. He's not doubting anymore. Thomas took the leadership and he showed his commitment to Christ, even to death. And Thomas's words were, that we may die with him. Thomas was not doubting now. He thought that Jesus would be killed if he went back to Bethany. And he was still prepared to put his own life on the line. Where are you in all of this? Are you sleeping or are you with Thomas? Jesus went on to raise Lazarus from the dead. He proved Jesus' great claim. The claim we read in the book of Revelation. I think it's verse uh, chapter 17. I am the resurrection and the life. No, I think it's verse chapter 22 in the New Testament (laughs) but Jesus said I am the resurrection and the life death is the most terrible thing which sin has produced as physical death ends life sorry as physical death ends life and separates people from each other also spiritual death is a separation of people from God and the loss of life which is in God. Jesus has come so that people may live full lives. Rejecting Jesus means that one will not see life and that his final destiny is the second death and the second death is the lake of fire. God responded to Lazarus in his own timing for a reason. And we should also respond to God and the timing for us is now. We must fully commit to Christ and allow his power to be at work in us. Come on down, Lazarus. Come out of that tomb. Oh dear. This man's been dead for four days. (laughs) No refrigeration. And yet now he's come out of the tomb and he's still wrapped in the grave clothes. Folks, the tomb... The tomb is like the world. And as Lazarus came out of the tomb, it's like us coming out of the world. And even though Lazarus had life, he came out of the tomb, he had life, he was alive, but he still couldn't do very much, could he? Even though he was alive, he couldn't do much because he had a restriction. He was bound with the grave clothes. Please, stop right there. So even though Lazarus came out of the tomb and he was alive, Jesus resurrected him, he still couldn't do much because he was bound up in grave clothes. And when we come out of the world into Christ, receive salvation, get baptised in water and in spirit, we need to be careful that we too are not bound up with earthly things. Let's loose this man. set free in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So, I want to encourage you today to check out your own life and to see if you have the grave clothes of the world Wrapped around you. Go to the Lord in your own private quiet time. Deal with the things that are oppressing your life. Deal with the things that are slowing down your Christianity. And be set free. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to a Wattle City Church podcast. If you download the Anchor podcast app and type Wattle City Church into the search engine, you can listen to more and great podcasts from Wattle City Church. Thanks.